0: Imagine what life would be like if a single, often overlooked dimension could not just improve, but exponentially elevate your mental clarity, emotional stability, and spiritual bond. For years, I managed to find success in my personal and professional life, despite not giving my all to this crucial aspect of self. But upon reflection, I realized that I could have achieved so much more and endured far less hardship had I focused on mastering it earlier. Welcome back to another enlightening episode of Unleash Thyself. I'm Konstantin Maroon, your host, and today we're doing more than just completing our series of the four pillars of self, mental, emotion, spiritual, and physical, but also tying it all together, showing how an intricate interplay among these pillars impacts your holistic well-being. For those just tuning in, I would highly recommend checking out episode 40 for an introduction to the four pillars of self, and what I call a holistic approach to personal transformation, as well as episodes 42, 44, and 46 for detailed looks into each separate pillar. Our spotlight today is on the physical pillar, or as it's also known, physical well-being. But it's not just about looking good; it's about feeling good and fully living. While I've achieved. Transformative changes in some areas of this pillar and continue to work on others. The journey has been both enlightening and humbling. As you may be able to tell, I'm still overweight and the road ahead is long, but armed with the insights and resilience I've gained from working on my mental, emotional, and spiritual pillars, I'm more equipped than ever to navigate it. You see, I kept failing because I focused too much on one aspect in isolation not realizing how interconnected everything was and how I was setting myself up for failure. Now, as always, it's not just my journey that we're gonna go through, but also in my work as a coach and mentor, I've witnessed the incredible transformation and journeys of others. Stories that resonate with the struggles and triumphs we all face. So stick around because we'll dive into those relatable narratives later on. Today, we'll dissect the key elements of physical well-being, including sleep, exercise, and nutrition, and also touch upon hydration, ergonomics, nature and the outdoors, and more. As always, I'll be backing up these insights with reputable scientific studies to give you a comprehensive understanding. And before we jump in, you may wonder why am I talking about the physical pillar when I myself have struggled so much in this area. And that's precisely why I'm talking about it now. And I believe it's such a crucial aspect of our well-being and holistic transformation that we often overlook. Look, I know I'm not the only one that has been struggling over the years with my physical well-being. However, I firmly believe I am finally in a place where I can do more about it. And I want to share this with you in the hopes that you or someone you love can benefit from it. It's important to mention that earlier this year, I took a long, hard look at the state of my overall well-being, inclusive of my physical well-being, and I realized it was time to take decisive action. While implementing sleep patterns and daily walks became part of my routine fairly quickly, better nutrition and strength exercises presented more of a challenge. Recent revelations show me that my struggles were tied to emotional factors, inner child traumas, limiting beliefs, societal pressures, and work trouble. Some of these elements I wasn't aware of initially, but now that I know, I am addressing them. So without any further ado, let's embark on this enlightening journey. Let's delve into a subject we often underestimate, yet holds transformative power, the essence of sleep. Sleep is the best meditation. Beautiful words by Dalai Lama. This couldn't ring more true, especially in our fast-paced lives where sleep often takes a backseat to work, family, and social obligations. For many of us, myself included, sleep once felt like an expendable luxury. But I have a confession. There was a time when my poor sleep habits wreaked havoc in my life. I felt perpetually drained, mentally foggy, and emotionally volatile. It wasn't just a state of physical exhaustion. It was a blockade to my spiritual growth and emotional well-being. But here's the game changer. I re-engineered my sleep to a consistent seven to eight hours every night. The results, nothing short of transformational, no more midday crashes, no weekend sleep debt repayment, just enhanced clarity, emotional equilibrium, and an invigorated spirit. According to the National Library of Medicine, new sleep deprivation studies confirmed the relationship between inadequate sleep and a wide range of disorders such as hypertension, obesity, and type 2 diabetes, but also cardiovascular disease, impaired immune functioning, and so much more. And I found another interesting study conducted by MIT economists and other scholars that examined the effects of sleep on low-income workers in India. And what I found fascinating about that study is that they found that the quality of sleep may be more vital for your well-being than just sleep duration. Not only that, they found that short naps during the day helped boost productivity and emotional stability, especially if someone is unable to get quality sleep at night. So if you have young kids or pets that are not feeling well, or you have to take care of someone, or your environment is noisy and doesn't allow you to have quality sleep at night, a quick nap during the day may be the answer. And while this may not be a surprise to most of you, they also found that poor sleeping environments, like I just mentioned a moment ago, can significantly affect the quality of your sleep. And simply increasing the time you sleep won't necessarily yield better results. And lastly, the study did not find improvements in a range of outcomes, such as productivity, earnings, sense of well-being, or even blood pressure just by increasing the duration of sleep suggesting that improving the quantity of sleep in isolation won't yield the desired results. They would further emphasize the importance of balanced improvements across the four pillars of self. And it's important to stress that neglecting one pillar may not be compensated by just focusing solely on another. So I want to ask you this. What is your next move? I urge you to become your own researcher conduct your sleep experiments, monitor your habits and consult experts. Your health, your life is worth that investment. You see, the profound benefits of sleep find an incredible partner in another aspect of wellbeing, exercise. And no, I'm not suggesting you start training for a marathon or spend your days in the gym. Instead, how about starting with something as accessible and effective as daily walks? Both sleep and exercise are complementary forces in our journey toward holistic health and fulfillment. About seven months ago, I made the conscious decision to walk a minimum of 10,000 steps a day. This practice has not missed a day and has become a cornerstone of my daily routine. Not only did it significantly improve my physical health, but it also evolved into a meditative practice that clears my mind and rejuvenates my spirit while also keeping my puppies, joyous, and healthy. Now, you may wonder why 10,000 steps? The recent research from the University of Sydney and the University of Southern Denmark substantiates the benefits of this specific number. Achieving 10,000 steps a day can dramatically lower your risk of dementia by 50%, cancer by 30%, and cardiovascular diseases by an astounding 75%. But that's not all. The speed at which you walk adds another layer of benefit. For instance, walking at a brisk pace could provide an extra 10 to 15% reduction in your risk of dementia. Importantly though, if 10,000 steps sound overwhelming to you, don't worry. The same study highlighted that even 2,000 steps a day can lower the risk of premature death by 8 to 11%. So every step you take is a step toward better health. So consider incorporating walking into your daily routine. Whether it's a leisurely stroll or a brisk walk, remember that every step counts and contributes to your overall well-being. And here's something I do besides meditating when I walk. I download audiobooks, and there's many places online where you can purchase audiobooks and listen to them as I as I do my walk. So then I combine two beneficial aspects to my life: the walking and of course the continuous learning. And let's not overlook mindfulness in movement, be it exercise, dance, or even walking in nature. This practice connects us back to our bodies, reminding us of the interior connection between physical action and mental state. When you walk, make each step a conscious act. Then you'll find that your mind also begins to clear, helping you focus on the present moment. And this has been so true for me. As I walk my dogs, I we go down a beautiful path through the forest, or through, let's say, a less crowded area, all of a sudden, I feel more connected to everything around me, the nature, the animals, the birds, squirrels, you name it. So I encourage you to try it and see what it does for you. Because remember, our cities, our homes are not outside of nature. They are part of nature, which means that you and I are part of this beautiful nature. So let's go back in it and enjoy it connect with it and marvel in its beauty. Now I wish I would say that what I'm about to tell you is something I've been doing all my life but in reality it's been on and off. However, one of the more recent additions to my wellness journey has been strength training. While there's extensive research on its benefits from muscle building to metabolic improvements, I found myself struggling with time and motivation to consistently hit the gym. So I took a different yet pragmatic approach. I integrated strength training into my at-home routine. Through a combination of kettlebell exercises and calisthenics, I've started to slowly reshape my body and strengthen my physical pillar. As this journey progresses, I anticipate tweaking my methods and maybe even adding new tools to my fitness arsenal. I know this will be a lifetime journey. There'll be many ups and many downs, but I will document most of it and keep you up to date on what works and what doesn't. It's all about holding each other accountable, supporting each other, and celebrating each other as we go through this journey we call life. However, since I'm not an expert in strength training, I encourage you to delve into the wealth of scientific research on the subject to understand its wide-ranging benefits on overall well-being. And now it's time to focus on one of the most vital components of the physical pillar of holistic health, nutrition, and the weight journey. And these are aspects that unfortunately, I have been neglecting for far too long. And of course, as some of you may know, this has been a lifelong battle for me, filled with seasons of triumph, but also many of setbacks. Today, armed with a more comprehensive understanding of nutrition and the interconnected impact on the other three pillars, but also from the other three pillars, mental, emotional, and spiritual, I've been able to reframe my approach. I like to emphasize that I share this not as an expert, but as a fellow traveler on the path to betterment, to holistic well-being, because all of our struggles serve as exceptional teachers. And if I struggle with something, it's very likely that other people are struggling with the same thing. And together, we can help each other overcome any and all challenges and struggles. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I recently re-embarked on my wellness journey, fine-tuning my eating habits. And integrating intermittent fasting into my routine. These shifts have begun to manifest in more ways than just my physical appearance. They have also brought transformative changes to my mental clarity and spiritual vibrancy. And interestingly enough, as I delved deeper, I discovered that many of my weight struggles were intricately tied to emotional factors, unresolved inner child traumas, and limiting beliefs. For instance, I would often beat myself up for social outings with friends or coworkers where I knew it would be difficult to stick to my nutritional plan. This became a cycle, a blind spot, that I initially struggled to recognize, but is now a focal point of healing and growth. One strategy that has been instrumental in this healing process is combining meditation and introspection with help from amazing mentors, coaches, and therapists. I have had a lot of success with hypnotherapy. It allowed me to connect with my inner child and start that healing process. If you find yourself wrestling with emotional triggers that impact your eating habits, I highly recommend exploring these avenues under the guidance of qualified professionals. It's crucial to emphasize that while I share my journey and what has worked for me and others in my life, I am not a healthcare expert. Always consult with professionals for personalized medical advice tailored specifically to your own unique needs. With that being said, as I came to realize our relationship with food is often more complex than it appears on the surface. It's deeply entangled with our mental state, our spiritual health, and emotional well-being. And sometimes our pursuit of dietary perfection can be our downfall. For example, if I slipped up and ate something off my planned menu, I'd go into a downward spiral that could last days or even weeks. This rigid approach did more harm than good. So, As we move forward, it's important to shift our focus from perfection to progress. If you find yourself stumbling, extend grace to yourself. Get up and continue moving forward. As a practical first step, identify one small actionable change that you can make today. Commit to it for at least 21 days, which is the typical time needed to form a new habit, and go from there. It could be as simple as replacing one unhealthy snack with a piece of fruit or cutting something out to see the effect it has on your journey. You can start there, build upon those successes one step at a time. And please do not forget to celebrate your successes. Don't wait for the magical elusive finish line to celebrate. That's a big mistake I made in my life, not just with eating better and going on a healthier journey, but many other aspects of it. By celebrating, you are actually reinforcing and reminding yourself of all the amazing things you've accomplished. And just because it's not perfect, it doesn't mean it's not worth celebrating. Now, before we wrap up the conversation about nutrition and weight management, it's crucial to debunk some myths and misconceptions. Listen, I get it. The allure of magic pills and miracle diets is hard to resist. I've been there way more often than I care to admit. But I'm here to tell you, as someone who's jumped from one diet to another in search of the quick fix, these shortcuts do not exist at least not for anything sustainable over the long term. There's no magic pill that will undo years of poor eating habits overnight. This is a lesson I had to learn the hard way. After years of research and personal experimentation, I've discovered a few truths that I'd like to share with you. However, before I share them, it's important for you to conduct your own research. And of course, consult healthcare professionals to find what actually resonates with you and your unique self. Number one on my list, there is no magic or pill. No singular method will work for everyone and there are no shortcuts. You'll need to invest time and effort into finding what works for you. Number two, energy balance, but with a twist. While the principle of calories in, calories out is generally accurate, not all calories are created equal. Personally, I have found that protein requires more energy to process compared to carbohydrates and fats. There's quite a bit of research coming out on this very topic. So as a result, by increasing my protein intake while maintaining the same caloric consumption, I effectively reduce my net calorie count. Not only that, but protein tends to keep me satiated far longer than any other macronutrient. And of course, your mileage may vary. So consider experimenting to find what truly satisfies you and gives you the best results. And number three on my list, the best diet is the one you can stick to. The perfect diet is highly individualistic. What works for one person may not work for another. For me, the ideal diet is flexible enough to accommodate my work-related travel and social commitments. It's been a trial and error process filled with ups and downs, But each experience serves as a lesson. So are we ready to learn from each of those lessons? I know I wasn't in the past, but now I am. And I can go back and I can bring up all the lessons I have missed. As you journey towards a healthier you, remember it's not about seeking perfection, but about embracing progress. Despite what social media may have you believe, or the news, or the newspaper or magazines, there is no such thing as perfection. Because not only do we each have a specific definition for it, but it shows up differently in our lives. So what I may see as perfect, you may see as imperfect, and vice versa. So even if you stumble, extend grace to yourself. Understand that you're just a human being, learning as you go, you're gonna make mistakes, and that's fine. That's the growth mindset we talked about a few episodes ago. So if you find yourself there, just reset, recalibrate, and continue moving forward and as always consult with healthcare experts to ensure that you're taking the right steps tailored to your unique needs now for a quick recap we've delved into my personal transformation focusing on the physical pillar and we took a look at some elements of the physical pillar that are crucial to a holistic healthy life my journey struggles progress and learnings have been at the forefront for most of this conversation However, I'm not the only one experiencing this kind of change or desire to change. Today, I want to shine a spotlight on one of my amazing mentees, whose journey is nothing short of awe-inspiring, and truly, she's an inspiration for me. To protect her privacy, let's call her Nancy. When Nancy and I first connected, our primary aim was to identify her why, her purpose, her calling, and the driving force that would bring joy and fulfillment into her life. You see, she had a great life, a loving partner, a great career, but she struggled to find joy and fulfillment in everyday activities. So together, we discovered her core motivators and crafted a comprehensive plan covering all four pillars of life physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Her ultimate goal to infuse both her personal and professional life with activities that resonate with her why, activities deeply aligned with her values and beliefs. After all, who wouldn't want a life where every action is guided by a strong sense of purpose, bringing meaning and fulfillment into all aspects of life? So Nancy, the amazing person that she is, threw this plan to heart. Though she collaborated with me, she did 99% of the work herself. I served as both a mentor, inspiring her unique journey, and a coach, providing accountability and strategic guidance. And it's important to note that no matter who is in your life that is helping you, could be your family, your friends, your co-workers, someone you pay, like a mentor or a coach, or a therapist, or anyone helping you, they cannot do the work for you. They can help you, they can guide you, they can give you the tools, they can inspire you, empower you, but at the end of the day, you have to put in most of the work and take the action. That's why I like to emphasize that despite me working closely with Nancy, 99% of the work was done by her. So now let's fast forward eight months and looking at Nancy's life, it has transformed. She's now running a successful business because that resonated with her why, but even more remarkably, her well being has improved across all four pillars of life. Her relationships are much better. She's more joyful. She finds a lot more fulfillment in everything that she does. But, of course, today we're talking about the physical pillar. Nancy made some amazing transformations here as well. She's established a sustainable sleep routine that works for her, committed to a workout regimen that she enjoys. And get this she's lost nearly 15 percent of her starting body weight, amounting to around 30 pounds, bringing her much closer to her ideal weight. And you may ask, why am I sharing this story with you? Well, it's to illustrate the transformative power of knowing you or why. With her purpose in hand, Nancy ignited meaningful change and never once looked back. It's important to note her journey wasn't a straight path to success. She faced challenges like all of us do. But Nancy wasn't after perfection. She sought progress. Each setback was a lesson. And with each lesson, she adjusted and moved forward. So as you work on becoming a healthier, happier version of yourself, keep this in mind. Your why can be the catalyst for the change you desire in any aspect of life. Believe me, the results can be life-changing. And yes, we will have some episodes how you, too, can find your why your purpose. And of course, I'm here to help if you have any questions. But now, let's quickly touch on two other important factors when we talk about your physical well-being: hydration and ergonomics. Water, the elixir of life. Yet, how often do we forget to hydrate properly? I know I've been there many times myself. Dehydration can lead to fatigue and a lack of focus, things we usually attribute to other factors. But the benefits of hydration extend far beyond just quenching your thirst. Here are five benefits backed by science and research. Number one, maximizing physical performance. Did you know that losing even as little as 2%, so 2% of your body's water can drastically impair your physical performance? So staying hydrated is especially crucial during intense exercise or high heat conditions. Number two, enhancing mental performance. Your brain is significantly influenced by your hydration status. Even mild dehydration can impair mood, memory, and overall brain function. So, drinking water is not just good for the body, it's essential for the mind as well. Number three, reducing headaches and migraines. Dehydration can trigger headaches and migraines, and adequate hydration has been shown to relieve these symptoms for some individuals. Number four, promoting digestive health. Lack of water intake is a known risk factor for constipation. Hydration helps to improve bowel movement frequency and consistency. And number five, weight loss. Some evidence suggests that increasing water intake can help you lose weight by slightly increasing your metabolism and making you feel more full, thereby reducing your calorie intake. So drink up. Not just to quench your thirst, but to fuel your body and your mind. Next up, ergonomics. The art and science of enhancing the interface between human physiology and the elements of your workspace. It's not just about evading the discomfort of backaches or carpal tunnel syndrome, but also about a long-term investment in your well-being and productivity. And trust me, your future self will thank you. Now, to illustrate the transformative power of ergonomic changes, let me share a personal modification I've made in my workspace. I've incorporated a standing desk into my setup. Observant viewers of my videos and content might have noticed that I'm often standing. The shift from a traditional sitting desk to a standing one wasn't just a design choice. It was a strategic move backed by extensive research. The benefits have been amazing from reducing back pain and fatigue to serving as a natural cue for me to stretch and move around during the day. And after making the switch to a standing desk, I've experienced more than just reduced back pain and increased alertness. Research also suggests that standing desks can improve mood and energy levels. And some studies even indicate a slight boost in productivity. Now, you may be concerned about the transition. However, many modern standing desks are adjustable, mine included allowing you to alternate between sitting and standing as you get used to this new dynamic. For example, when I first got my standing desk, I couldn't stand for more than like half an hour at a time. Now I can go hours without having to worry about sitting down or even having a need to sit down. In essence, standing desks offer a flexible approach to workspace ergonomics that align with the evolving demands of our work and bodies. Of course, ergonomics doesn't end with how you arrange your office or your workspace. It extends to how you utilize your breaks and downtime. One of my most cherished routines is taking a midday walk with my dogs, often in nature. This isn't just a way to stretch my legs and give my pets some exercise. It's an integral part of my mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And of course, my ergonomic lifestyle. Walking in nature allows me to clear my mind, reset my focus, and in doing so, it's a testament to the connection between all these pillars of self that we frequently discuss here on Unleash The Self. What might seem like a simple, enjoyable break is, in fact, a multifaceted strategy for enhancing physical well-being, emotional balance, and mental clarity while connecting with the spiritual tranquility that nature provides. So as we close our extensive exploration of the four pillars of self, it's essential to tie everything together. If you've been with us since episode 40, you've heard in-depth discussions on the mental, emotional, spiritual pillars in episode 42, 44, 46, respectively. But today's episode, episode 48, has been focusing on the physical pillar as, of course, the final piece of this intricate puzzle. However, these pillars are not isolated entities. They interact in profound ways. So just working on one in isolation will likely result in progress that's slower, or may result in you actually not seeing any successes or progress because you're ignoring other key parts of yourself. So here are some examples to further illustrate this. If you look at the physical pillar, we've talked about sleep, right, as part of this pillar. But it's not just about bodily rest. Lack of sleep impacts your emotional stability, mental clarity, and even your spiritual well-being. Now, let's look at the mental side of things. In episode 42, we delved into the importance of mental clarity, focus, and the ability to problem solve. Imagine lacking critical thinking skills. This deficit will only affect your mental acuity, right? It would cause emotional stress, hinder your physical well-being, and even create a disconnect from your spiritual self impacting both your personal and professional lives. Now on the emotional side, back in episode 44, we discussed the emotional pillar. Imagine neglecting to sharpen your emotional intelligence or EQ. This can result in physical stress, emotional imbalance, and even spiritual disconnection. Or if you have unresolved emotional trauma, it won't just stay emotional. It manifests physically, mentally clouding your judgment, and of course creates spiritual blockages. And lastly, when it comes to the spiritual pillar, in episode 46, we looked at an exploration into understanding your spiritual self. For example, not knowing or ignoring your why doesn't just impact you spiritually. It affects your mental motivation, your emotional state, and your physical well-being. After all, if you don't have a clear why, purpose, and even a vision for your life, how can you do more of that to bring more joy and fulfillment into your life? So you see, each of these pillars is a world within itself, but they coexist in delicate balance. Neglecting one disrupts not just that individual pillar, but the holistic well-being of your entire self. It's a ripple effect. When you neglect one aspect, it cascades into the others. So this interconnectedness is not just conceptual. It's deeply rooted in how we function as holistic, beautiful beings. So if you've been listening and find yourself nodding in agreement, here's what I encourage you to do. Evaluate where you currently stand within each of these pillars. Choose one actionable step for each pillar and implement it today, not tomorrow. Immediate action begets immediate results. Share your journey on social media and tag us to hold yourself accountable. And if you find yourself needing a guide, to mentor and coach you as you navigate your life and these pillars, consider reaching out for a one-on-one program. In my role as a mentor, I listen, understand, and help you reflect on your journey, providing a nurturing relationship that inspires you to find your unique path. As a coach, I offer a structured and goal-oriented approach, utilizing my action framework to provide you with the tools, strategies, and a roadmap to achieve tangible results. And Like with Nancy, I can help you uncover your why, your purpose, while inspiring and empowering you to unearth the answers to your unique path in life, answers you very likely hold within. With tailored guidance and accountability structure, we can work together to help you truly unleash thyself. Now, this series has given you the tools, now it's time to apply them. Let's inspire and uplift each other Let's unleash thyself. So as you continue your journey in self-discovery and personal growth, remember, the pillars are interconnected. And it's in this interconnectedness that we find our most balanced, fulfilled selves. There you have it. Your comprehensive guide to the physical pillar and how it serves as the linchpin to a balanced, fulfilled life. Remember, we are all students on this journey. Don't be too hard on yourself. Keep growing, keep learning, and most importantly, keep unleashing because when one pillar is strong, it strengthens the others, creating a foundation for a life of fulfillment and purpose. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys. This is Konstantin Morun reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And we cannot do it alone, so we're going to do it together. Thank you.